0: forever dog
1: hi anna hi andrew and hey everybody else
0: And welcome to our podcast, Scary Scary Stories stories to to Tell tell on the Pod. pod.
1: It is a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, spooky things you tell us about. It's primarily a comedy podcast about scary things. So think of it as though like Rita Rudner is opening an ancient trunk that she found in the attic of her (laughs) ancestral home.
0: (laughs) That's really good. Yeah. Like, um, like Grace and Frankie find a scroll.
1: <laughs> Grace and Frankenstein. Thank you so wow. much. Oh,
0: okay. And that's it. We're not going to talk about
1: it. TV, that. hire me, baby. Hire
0: him <laughs> to, I guess, clean out the empty studio.
1: Yeah. Their storage space really needs a deep clean.
0: Yes. Um, <laughs> well, this month we're doing, uh, stories you guys send in to us. We sure um, are. And, We've just been so greatly blessed. Um, I have to say, we'll, we'll do um, Giraffe Corner. Oh, um, yeah.
1: Giraffe corners. is important.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I guess I gave it away, but uh, I had asked <laughs> our listenership. Um, we don't have stands. We just have like sort of, you know, Kyle's and Colleen's and, mm-hmm. you know, people with time who have loving partners who then sometimes know things and will tell us it, which is very nice. Um, <laughs> but we, we had our stands kind of, we asked them. If they could remember uh, this image that I have of a Looney Tunes type cartoon of a sexy, some sort of prey animal, like a four-legged mm-hmm. herbivore in a cartoon where it's a sexual woman and it's wearing <laughs> a fur coat, which is, you know, sort of, um, you know, it's it's fun. It's it's, right. a, it's a departure from what you'd expect. And the fur falls off of its shoulder in a whomph to sort of reveal the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt like a crazy person because I referred to it to a room full of people who had no idea what I was talking about. (laughs) And I desperately needed to find it just to prove that I'm not insane. And Uh dear listeners, one of you, Caitlin, who sent us the leaf peeping um, motel uh, sleep paralysis ghost.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: She emailed us. Hey, you two. I've been listening to your potter in a strange order. And I recently listened to the Haunted Essential Business episode where Anna mentioned an obscure giraffe cartoon. And I found it. It's called Nellie's Folly. Which is a pretty famous cartoon, I think.
1: Right. But but I think I'm so impressed that she put one and one together to make it, you know, like, well, she because once I saw it. it, I was like, oh, right. I yes. know this. But yeah. But yeah, wow.
0: it's about a giraffe that leaves the Savannas to become a singer. And then that backfires, I guess. I couldn't watch the end. I don't like when um, stories have tension at all. I like when characters <laughs> sort of get what they want right away and then everything's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> it's too heartbreaking, especially for like an animal to now get what they want to me is too heartbreaking.
1: I know, because their lives are shorter and they should get what they want.
0: It should just be good all the time. That's why <laughs> that's why we make chew toys for dogs and not for people.
1: But Wow. Oh, but she said How that, amazing. She
0: said, I love searching for random things, random things based on vague descriptions, and I usually yield incredible results. LOL.
1: Don't LOL, be proud. Don't yeah, be proud. S- that that is what a skill to have.
0: Stand stoically in your genius. Do not laugh this out loud.
1: <laughs> Do not laugh loud. this out loud. Do
0: not laugh this out loud.
1: Um, um, this. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just going to thank Caitlin for releasing me from my madness.
1: Oh, Caitlin. It really, there is such freedom that comes when someone knows a reference that you just need more specificity about. Um, this has happened to me two times, one of which was my friend Salty and I were going out of our minds trying to think of how to even search for the song that cartoons always sing when they're taking a bath. You know, you know the song where it's like yeah. Okay, so we were like, you can't search that. You can't like hum that <laughs> into your computer and have someone tell you what it is. Uh-huh. And people fully were like, this isn't a real thing. You two have Berenstein bears yourselves into this situation, um, and then. My old boss, Jean, uh, we randomly sang to her and she was like, oh, that's um, swimming in the bathtub. Happy times again. She like knew all the lyrics. She knew the whole thing. And <laughs> it was the most amazing thing I've ever witnessed in my life.
0: My God. Thank God for Jean.
1: Yeah. She- truly. Thank you to Gene who listens, which I, I saw her at a wedding um, last summer and she was like, love your podcast, which I thought was so nice.
0: Oh, it's so nice. I can't believe that our podcast was last summer. And no,
1: it, we were quickly reaching the one year mark. We are. Listeners. Can thank you believe you for, it?
0: Thank you for sticking with us. We know you only are here for better help ads and that this is just filler for you, but <laughs> thank you for for sticking with it.
1: Oh, boy. Um, uh, well, Anna, should we dive into some of these listener submitted stories? I think we should. Um, how How do
0: you feel? I okay. found one that's amazing that I'm just gonna read. It's really quick. Okay, so okay, this great. this comes from Amazon, um and the subject line is Puma Evercat Contender 3.0 <laughs> Duffel Accessory. Okay, they get right into it. It's a picture of a bag. List price twenty. have 21, gotten our first band. <laughs> list price twenty one. Price sixteen ninety nine. One hundred percent polyester. Imported. Okay. Um, it looks nice. I wouldn't not buy this bag. Thank you, Amazon.
1: Yeah. The easiest way, the easiest way to, uh, purchase things is when they're directly emailed to you. You know, I feel like that's the most trustworthy thing.
0: It's so helpful. Couches make you work for it. (laughs) Bags, they come to you.
1: I looked through my uh, spam folder, and um, it's just a rotating cycle of uh, like vaguely Eastern European women's names. And it'd be like, hey, hot, want to see more of you, like that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And um, you can tell that they're learning because it's like at a certain point, I feel like because I'm not responding, they either know that like, A, I'm not 85 years old, and B, I'm not a heterosexual person. And so finally, from someone named Katerina, it just said, is this your money? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh which i was like you know what life My finds a way
0: god and then the answer would be what money and she'd say like uh, i don't know but you better go check it <laughs> and then she hangs up on a chat
1: prank emailers
0: she hangs up the mouse like it's a phone receiver
1: <laughs> um i've got one here anna oh great. this one's a real this this is real life this one's I think. real
0: okay okay
1: so this is from aaron Hello, Anna and Andrew. First of all, I have to tell you how much I love your podcast. The spookiness is at a perfect amount. I love hearing about Ladybird, and I just want to snuggle her Aww, with kisses and give her treats. That's Very so sweet. sweet.
0: She would love that.
1: <laughs> Anywho, I wanted to share a scary slash spooky thing that happened to me, or that happens to me <gasps> in the present. Carrier. I would like to preface this with something about myself. I have what I call daytime bravery. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> yeah yep wait this is when i think, I, when when I, think I can watch a scary movie yes! or show or listen to a scary story but the moment the sun hits the horizon that bravery is gone and i regret even thinking a little bit about scary things <laughs> Daytime
0: time bravery that Aaron,
1: uh, we know genius we know the it.
0: genius of a, a tiktok teen from an adult
1: <laughs> i still sleep with the light on at times often relatable. yeah uh, about eight years ago, I went with my mother-in-law and my husband to their old family homestead in Pennsylvania. Okay, pause. If your family has a homestead, you're in a horror movie. I hate to tell it. That's tr- that's just the truth.
0: You got to not. You either, you either have a home or a stead.
1: Yeah, a homestead. There's two bodies in the basement. I don't make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> While we were there, we visited their old family farm uh, that when his relatives came over from Europe had established. We visited the cemetery where many of his family members are buried and cleaned up graves. Uh, grave cleaning is a hobby. I learned about <laughs> this.
0: Scent- oh, you were saying that? Oh or no, the- sorry.
1: That is that's my own. I I said that. Aaron didn't say. I that.
0: <laughs> listen, Andrew. When I say this should be my hobby, this should be my <laughs> hobby.
1: Yeah. um, whenever
0: I go to the cemetery with my mom, she does this instinctively and I think I think of it as my duty to like just pull weeds off. Lichens.
1: Lichens a big problem on gravestones.
0: Lichens. I would I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as the lichens. I would I would pull off the the grasses that cover the the flat boys.
1: Yeah. Oh oh, that's nice. See that I like.
0: That you can do for anyone. The lichens you gotta kinda either love that person or have fucked things up so badly with alive people that
1: Yeah, you need, you need to be the sort of person that has a Brillo pad and some ammonia in your car. And that's just, I don't know. And like, I, I assume,
0: four is. hours of time. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, oh, okay. okay. So we cool. visited the – okay, so we cleaned up graves. It was around Memorial Day. It was such a – it was really such a nice day. Warm blue sky, the whole nine yards. When we got to the old family farm, the new owners of the property were out and actually welcomed us with open arms. They took us around this 100-acre property and asked us questions, which my mother-in-law was able to shed light on. Finally, as we were walking back to the house, they led mention mention of a small graveyard on the hill. My mother-in-law was like, oh, yes, that's the old family plot. We ended up going through this wooded area to, to a clearing that had no more than five to eight graves. This plot of land oh. had the traditional cement pillars with the chair around it. With the chair? Oh, with the chain around it. Oh, it was yes. to, Oh, it was thought to keep evil spirits away from the family as they passed. I didn't know that. I didn't That's know that wild. either.
0: I thought it was just like a don't step on my ass.
1: Yeah, this was like like this was for rabbits so they knew like don't sit on this. Don't go. Um this okay. <gasps> the largest stone in the cemetery was for Mariah Hubble. This was my husband's great times six grandmother. Wow. Wow. She was the original family uh, matriarch after they had come from Massachusetts. I did not have a warm and fuzzy feeling while walking around the area. It felt as though I was being watched the entire time. I just brushed it off but kept my guard up. It was getting later in the day, and we still needed to drop my mother-in-law off at home. Plus, I needed to get home to take care of my farm. Horses, cats, dogs, chickens, the whole nine yards. The farm? Wow. Farm people. Farm farm people. As someone whose last name is Farmer, I'm in awe of people who have farms.
0: It's crazy how much you don't interact with farms ever.
1: No. That used to be like one of the most common jobs. Isn't that nuts?
0: Yeah. And then we got the machines to do it.
1: Yeah, thanks <laughs> you think. Um okay, we drove home and into the nastiest storm I've uh, into the nastiest storm I've been I've ever been in in a long time. I do not like thunderstorms. I get I get German shepherd gut and want to vomit. <gasps> German Shepherds oh tend to have my- sensitive stomachs in stressful situations.
0: German Shepherd Gut and Daytime Courage or Bravery. Wow, what's this? This, this is name again? Aaron. Aaron's Aaron, really, you
1: are a, a culture coiner. Culture coiner, CC. Oh my god. Um, when we got home, our barn doors were wide open, and the horses were out. I had made sure those doors were closed so the horses couldn't get into the main area of the barn and throw a party. It's <laughs> <laughs> <What laughs> going on. This is, this is a true delight. This was around nine 30 at night. Oh, horses at night are the scariest things. Horses at night. Sailors Horses not at
0: going. night. Sailors are fright.
1: Yes. There we go. Nine um, uh, nine thirty at night. When another storm rolled through, I heard this god-awful sound and looked out the window to see eyes, to see staring back at me, two yellow eyes. No. I about shit my pants, then realized this was my cat, Binks. <laughs> what, the hell was the, what, what the hell was she doing outside? I was able to get her back into the house. The poor thing was soaking wet. I checked how she could have gotten out and a screen to a front door, to the front door was unhooked. Not only that, but the wire we used to secure the window was now undone. You would have to have the dexterity of fingers to do this. There was no other way for her to have gotten out. By this time, after searching and cleaning up the poor cat, it was about 1130 at night. I sat down on my couch and my husband sat across from me in his recliner. Some backstory on my husband, he spent 10 years in the Navy, he worked as a prison guard, and now works in nuclear security. Holy smokes. Wow. He doesn't deny that ghosts exist, but it legit would have to walk up to him and slap him in the face, and still he would try to figure out why this (laughs) happened. Uh, As I looked up into the kitchen, I looked back at my husband and asked him, hey, what do you know about Mariah? Uh, He tells me, not a lot, and I ask, do you know what she looks like? He didn't, but said his aunt who lives in Washington state actually had a photo of her. He kept looking at me strangely. I sent his aunt a text and she proceeded to text me a picture of the photo. Before it came through, I threw my husband my phone, told him to open the text, and I proceeded to describe the picture he was looking at. When I got (laughs) done, he states, how did you know this? You had no idea of my family tree until the day. I, calm as possible, stated to him, She's standing in the kitchen looking at me.
0: No, no. Aaron? No, no. Erin. Ma'am. Erin, ma'am. Erin, having your aunt's cell phone number and having an aunt who responds <laughs> immediately,
1: ma'am. Wow, ma'am. Okay. And also ghost ma'am in the kitchen, ma'am.
0: A- aside, ma'am, she's not I get her ma'am deal. <laughs>
1: I then tell her she needs to leave and that she's not welcome in the house since she tried to hurt my cat and opened the barn door. I know this all seems insane. (laughs) It truly Uh, happened to me. I hate to be scared and had no choice but to face this head on. I still cover my eyes in Ghostbusters when the skeleton that's driving the cab comes on screen. (laughs) Aaron, you're so good. Okay. Anyways, my husband gets all wide eyed and tells me he's officially freaked out the ghost disappeared in from the kitchen and i decided it was time to just go to bed how ma'am ma'am i oh gosh don't
0: go to bed go to go to horses
1: yeah. and <laughs> a make a horse. it be daytime Nothing, yeah make the horses be daytime um <laughs> I found out the next day that when my husband had cleaned up around her gravestone, (gasps) he had moved rocks and dirt and brought them home.
0: What the fuck? I'm
1: about to pass the hell out.
0: This is some like, uh, this is a massive reveal that like skeptic husband who works for the government making boat bombs. I forget, but (laughs) like you cannot, you cannot, you cannot move. What kind of rock?
1: Uh, no taking rocks from cemeteries. We just – we can't. We can't. Um, but she follows up. I made him return them. Thank you. And honestly, that to me is – that's a sir. Sir? That's a,
0: that's a male, ma'am.
1: <laughs> Mail ma'am is a far better – that's amazing, Anna. That's so good. Uh, Aaron says, I'm so sorry. This was so long, but I wanted to let you know. I'm still a chicken, but it was the scariest thing to ever happen to me. Yeah, and I hope the only – I will be sending the picture to you as well. I haven't seen the picture. Oh, the picture's oh, not here.
0: I don't want wait, to see the picture.
1: I don't know that I do. Too, I guess. But... I guess we
0: don't move the. We didn't move the rocks and dirt, so we'd be. Oh fine. wait, no,
1: she sent the picture.
0: <gasps> no. Should we're... I open it? Yes.
1: <gasps> it won't open. Wait. Oh my gosh, Anna! I'm Anna, not gonna look. I'm not gonna look. I don't think you should look.
0: I, I'm very sorry. It's currently. It's currently sun. Sundown, and I. Yeah. I my daytime courage is gone. I
1: can't look. And, I'm not going to send to you. I will just describe. She oh. is saying, ma'am. That's for sure. Her mouth is open. Her mouth is closed. She is. J- she is in the beginning of saying, ma'am. Oh, she, OK. Yeah. It's an M. She's making an M noise. Um. Wow. Well, yeah. That's what, what a ghost looks is it goes. Like. I would. I mean, this is like a this appears to be like a Civil War <gasps> era photograph. Oh, because it's it's great time. Six grandmother.
0: Oh, wow. Yes, that's right.
1: Oh, yeah when Aaron. you have a
0: photo of your relative from that long ago, you're just outing yourself as like being connected to a wild lineage like no one yeah. casually has a photo of their like great time six grandmother if the family isn't onto to something
1: <laughs> yeah we have i think the farthest i think we've got one of our of my like great uh, three great grandparents. And one of them on my dad's side, great, great grandfather, it's a picture of him, I believe in Scotland. And um, what's so funny about the picture is he, he looks like he's like eight feet tall and he looks like a modern day handsome man. And everyone else in the photograph looks like how people looked in the 1800s. So it really does look like he's a time traveler. (laughs) Oh my God. Everyone else has a huge handlebar mustache. They're like they look like they've had the life sucked out of them, and he, yeah, he looks like a, a friendly giant.
0: My <laughs> God, yeah, I we've got like some photos of my great great. I don't even know. I we definitely have my great grandmother who I met from my dad's side, but like, yeah, there's like maybe great great, mm-hmm. and it's always like they look surprised that the picture's being taken because they're like on a front lawn near a car, and it's Easter, and like. They're really just taking pictures of the babies and the baby Easter outfits, but like it's everyone looks surprised that a picture's being taken. That's why I'm so impressed when people have like fully posed portraits of their relatives
1: well, that's I heard an interesting thing that if people have like old old, old daguerreotypes like post portrait pictures uh-huh. Um, and everyone's face always looks like they're the most surprised they've ever been in their lives. It's because like there was no context for them about what a picture being taken would feel and look
0: like
1: <laughs> Like Interesting. a sudden flash of light followed with like a sound Yeah, like, yeah, and, that would be terrible.
0: And like the ones where they look bored is because the um, shutter speed was so slow that they had to just sit there. <laughs> I will also say this is reminding me that I had to I had to I assigned myself an article when I worked at Cracked for um, uh, funeral portraits where Mm -hmm. people would prop up their babies and people like to take a picture and like open their eyes and make it look like they're standing. And it was like, well, behind these children, you can see that there's a stand holding them in place. And I spent hours and hours and hours late at night in my bed writing this freaking myself the hell out so badly. And then I realized that all of my sources were like family dot guy, like, (laughs) like nothing was a real thing. And then I, I had found an article that was like the, the full, or it was like a Snopes article, something embarrassing that was like, that is not (laughs) a thing that would happen they would have a stand behind children to keep them still. Yes. And no one was popping open their relatives eyeballs to get a picture (laughs) of them because who the, who?
1: uh, Although death portraits were a thing. Death portraits were a thing
0: but people were always lying down. There's no way to get someone to stand up and have their head not loll to the side and fall to the ground.
1: Right. Although what's that, I guess in like um, the others, isn't there a thing I shouldn't be taking historical facts from the others, but the others is a college um, course. The others is a college course. Your TA is Nicole Kidman. Or no, the children <laughs> are the TAs. Nicole Kidman's the professor.
0: Thank you. Um, thank you. Wow. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, thank you. Aaron, thank you so much for this story. You are so much stronger than we are. When I have yeah, a thought, man. I tell Jason immediately, like the the strength that you have to to have <laughs> asked him to text his aunt before saying, there's a ghost looking at me. Wow.
1: Wow. Yeah, I even feel weird. My when I was a little kid, my parents went to Scotland and my dad brought me back um like a glass bottle that he had filled with water from Loch Ness. And I remember feeling like there is something supernatural about this. And I don't know. It's currently on our bookshelf. I still have it. Um, but it makes me uncomfortable. And that's not even a ghost. That's a cryptid.
0: That's too scary. That's his pee.
1: That's his pee. I
0: can't bring home stuff from the cemetery. I'm sorry. No one can do that. I, anytime I've like been tempted to take a picture in a cemetery, I always look at it later and I'm like, I wish this... I have to throw out my phone now.
1: I am thinking about it though, Anna. And I do... I, I didn't... Take it, but I was at a funeral and my niece gave me a rock and was like, "This is for you." And I was like, "Okay," and I have it. Oh, I don't know. That's more meaningful, I'll bring it though. Yeah. If it's if I, it was there a very, for, it was a sweet it was a sweet little thing. If you're there but, yeah. for a thing, yeah. But yeah. if you're just uh, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't just there. Cemetery, willy-nilly. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. willy nilly. Um, um, man, I I gotta say, oh, she brought up um, shitting your pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, sorry, there's so much of that story. I feel like we're not talking about the horses. I know. The farm of it all. The the homestead, the word homestead. Mm-hmm.
1: Endangering the, the, a cat.
0: Endangering a cat. A ghost being in a fight with a person and taking it out on the cats and the horses. Um, <laughs> a cat being named Binks. Yes, very, very Binks. hocus pocus. Oh, is that from Hocus Pocus? Thackeray Binks. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um casually there's two cemeteries at a farm. Wild. Yes. Um, my uncle has a farm out east. He does like um shrubbery stuff on long island and oh. there is a a scary little cemetery out there and everyone has the same last name because it's from like i guess when this family just owned most of long island yeah the tut hills wow.
1: the tut hills
0: um that's just like a it's like a famous name <laughs> um anyway thank you so much yeah, Aaron. this one,
1: a whole thesis could be written about this one, Aaron. And and really great storytelling. And uh, the the humor in it, really, it makes me trust it. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. Yeah, me somebody being job. funny just makes me trust it. Um, mm-hmm. Aaron also mentioned the shitting of pants. Yes. Which brings us to, we have a new version of the viral nightmare. <laughs> or how do we,
1: how do yes, we call we, it? The Contagious Nightmare. Contagious
0: Nightmare, that's right. Um, somebody, several people have reached out to us to say that yes. they listened to us talk about shitting our pants <laughs> and that having never done it before, they then within 24 or 48 hours of listening to it, either did or almost shitted their pants. Uh,
1: gentle listener. I cannot, like, I cannot stress this nothing, and, and I didn't put this together that how this began was. Anna, years ago, came to a rehearsal that I was at and was like, sorry, I'm late, and told the story about almost shitting her pants. And then that night, I almost shit my pants. And then we told that story, and yeah, several people have reached out to us and been like, when you told that story on the podcast that night or within 48 hours, I nearly shit my pants. It is – I'm so sorry that we've started this.
0: (laughs) We're really sorry. Um, I didn't shit my pants that time. I I had to wait to grow more as a person before I could. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your body knew. Your body knew to let it come for a um a time when you felt more uh in yourself. You know. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. We all. There's no right time. You know. Yeah. Um. Well. Cool. Well, I have a story from another listener. This one is also very scary. So anyone with daytime um bravery beware 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 um this one comes to us uh from jeff sample in franklin ohio and the story is called demonic duplex story hello. and as someone who currently lives in a duplex i'm scared yeah um okay. hello first of all love the show I wanted to share this story with you that happened to me almost 20 years ago when I got my first apartment. Oh, wow. The building was actually a duplex. And for a while, everything was fine. And then the weird stuff started.
1: Oh, <laughs> I, like I feel that. like for a
0: while, everything was fine. And then the weird stuff started as a story of every story. Yeah. Like <laughs> scary or regular. Or yeah, Joe that's cool.
1: making a recipe.
0: Everything was fine for a while and then the weird stuff started. Um, At first, it was just little things. I would come home from work and find things in odd places that I knew I never put them or appliances would turn themselves on or off at will. Appliances, that's big. Yeah, that is scary. After a while, it graduated to the light above
1: the stovetop. Ugh, what it would turn on that's... by itself? That's a heavy switch. <gasps> that is a heavy switch. That's not just wiring.
0: No, that's like that's the tilty boy. That's oh, like that a seesaw. Is the
1: tilty boy. Yeah, that requires pressure.
0: That requires a ton of pressure. I myself, it takes me at least three or four hours to push this. <laughs> um, I turn it off. It would come back on. I would unplug it. It would come no. back on anyway. Jeff, no. no, Jeff. I don't know what you were unplugging, but
1: <laughs> it wasn't the ghost. I can't if it was I need to go I need to go upstate and live there
0: we Andrew and I famously we are we're ready to to go to the woods Um, that's
1: why yeah if ever we express doubt in your stories it's because we have to or else we can never talk to anyone ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's nothing personal.
0: Oh, yes. Um, Okay. The next step was knocking on the door only to find no one there when I opened the door. The building next to mine was close enough that my neighbor could see my back door from his window. (sighs) And so it happened one night that I hear the knocking and I call my neighbor up and ask him if he could see who's at my door only for him to tell me there was no one there while the knocking is still happening.
1: Oh, Jeff, no.
0: The final straw was the night I woke up in the middle of the night and I couldn't breathe. It <gasps> felt like something heavy was sitting on my chest, and I was distinctly aware that I was not alone, even though I couldn't see whatever was there with me. After a moment, the most sinister, horrible voice I've ever heard told me that, quote, not even God can save you. No! naturally Uh, that did it i called the landlord the next day told them i had to break the lease and i fucked off out of there with a quickness put all my stuff into a storage pod and (laughs) slept on my friend's couch until i found another apartment thank you for reading my story jeff sample franklin ohio
1: (laughs) jeff okay first of all jeff you're the smartest protagonist in a horror movie i've ever heard of jeff as soon as that happens you gotta go so good on you.
0: Here's the th- this is if this is twenty years ago. That's before Google. So there's no chance he could have found out about sleep paralysis.
1: Yeah. Although, oh. like, there's
0: plenty of already ghosty stuff in there that that was that would have been enough. But like, right.
1: I, yeah, it's the combination of the two.
0: Yeah, just I never would have known what sleep paralysis was when it happened to me, and for like several hours, wow. I thought that there had been a a, a playground of demons in my bedroom.
1: Also, this it's just anytime something's 20 years ago, I'm like, wow, that was pre-911. <laughs> like like I'm yeah. just like whenever something scary happened before that point, I was like, you weren't dealing with like um the weight of like a nation's anxieties. So this had to have been real.
0: <laughs> My God, Billy <laughs> Eilish wasn't, uh, even wasn't even here. Teens were she wasn't even here. Teens were not scary.
1: I Jeff this is so scary. First of all, I think when when ghosts so it's scary when ghosts are vague, right? Like the the story we received a couple weeks ago about baby. Like that's scary. Yes. But then direct clear full sentence ghosts speak not is very scary. You.
0: That's also like not the way that people talk. That would I know, which, that would scare me so badly.
1: That's like that makes me think demon, right? Like when, yeah. when, when we're talking in kind of um, video game boss speak, like that's where I'm like, this isn't a ghost. This is a demon.
0: <laughs> that's right. That is, I was about to do an example of what a video game boss would say, but I, um, um, I don't have experience.
1: It's time for you to die. Like that yeah. would be one. Or like, um, uh,
0: I'm Dr. Robotnik.
1: <laughs> like that and we just assume he's the villain right I'm an, you know i'm
0: an egg man
1: <laughs> um. i'm dr robotnik dds <laughs> <laughs> um. And then, but it, he wasn't even challenging to fight. He was just introducing himself as he your was, new dentist.
0: He was like, I, you know what? I moved offices and some of my old clients, it's a little far for them. So I am now accepting <laughs> new new um, patients.
1: Jeff, another reason why this is scary. Okay. So a, a lot of this, it's not just what is said, but it's the voice in which it is said. And that's very scary to me because. It's very well put. This what is what does Jeff say? The scariest voice I can imagine?
0: Um yeah, the most sinister, horrible voice I've ever heard.
1: Right. That's good Ugh. storytelling.
0: And it, 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 is. it
1: captures it captures your feeling in that in that moment very well because Right, like I don't know what that sounds like to you. I know what that sounds like to me, and even just imagining that is very scary,
0: definitely. I also will say that like the thing, if you don't know what sleep paralysis is, it's a weird phenomenon that like manifests basically as like several demons <laughs> yeah. and also like the pressure on the chest not being able to move. Um, it's when your mind wakes up and your eyes can open, but your body is still paralyzed for sleeping because your brain will paralyze your body so that you're not acting out all of your dreams, which is part of why sleepwalking happens is when your body isn't sufficiently paralyzed. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're, like the opposite of sleepwalking. Sleepwalking is your brain's asleep. Your body's walking around. Sleep paralysis (laughs) is your mind's awake. Your body's asleep. Um, And for whatever reason, all of these vivid things happen. And I think like part of the most horrible sinister voice is like everything in sleep paralysis is extreme. There's like very saturated colors there's bizarre people all talk about like the, just that there's like otherworldly colors that you just don't see normally which oh, is something that i experienced it's like extremely neon huh. um yeah like flashing signs and stuff and like the sounds were really everything is at a 10 so i think like I put that together the that's voice really interesting. Being sinister yeah there's like a lot of people experience chanting and like um just demonic some a presence that you can't quite see in the room that's there watching you that you can't quite deduce what it is. Um it's oh, got a lot God. of hallmarks of classic sleep paralysis, which again I, I don't mean to be a scully, but
1: um, I think it's important. I think I think um what gives us a fuller picture of what makes something scary is like having the scully point of view. And then yes. also saying like, right, but then all this other phenom like it's It's the combination of elements that make a thing scary.
0: Right. To me, like the the how this is the sleep paralysis explanation is more of a how that doesn't change the fact that this is an unbelievably terrifying thing. Our minds will just give ours give us um, horror movies like this it's weird that our minds do this
1: and then and then it's like in addition to that and then sometimes horrifying unexplained things happen and so it's so like i think about this all the time where there's there's absolutely an explanation for this but I don't know it. That where I was in my building's garage um, doing my laundry before we had a unit mm. installed. And um, when I was walking back up and waiting for the elevator from the far side of the garage where there was nobody, came not an adult doing a child's voice. It was the voice of a toddler just going, uh-oh. uh-oh. And I was like, oh, okay. Th- I, th- my hair turns white tonight, and then I never speak again. <laughs> like, yeah. Um and yeah, like I'm sure Ugh. variety of things could have been a cat, could have been something else making a noise, could have been just a child, you know. Could have been a worried,
0: cat. <laughs>
1: yeah, a worried cat. It was a cat but, that
0: was like cheering on someone having drama with someone else, like uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> It was a cat recording sound bites for its reality show. Yes. Um yeah, but it but it, like to tell that story i don't want to i don't necessarily want to hear people be like well it probably was this it's like no no no. i just want to sit in the reality of how scary this was um, yes yes all told though jeff you did the absolute right thing in getting out of that place because the knocking like the phantom knocking alone i would have been like bye but combined with um the appliances turning on and off and frankly if i think maybe even if even if we are going full scully if you're having sleep paralysis dreams in your new place then you know something's off you know and that's what's important and it's right to get out
0: well Also, moving is something that um, encourages sleep paralysis, sleeping in an unfamiliar location.
1: Oh, right. Because it's common in hotels, right?
0: It's common in hotels. It's common. Like I experienced it when I was moving out of a place when you're like in a state of transition when you're about to leave somewhere and when your um, sleep schedule is off.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, but Jeff, this was so scary.
0: Yeah, this is not to like take the wind out of your sails. This is just to say, like, wow, isn't it crazy that the sails are full
1: of that
0: particular wind?
1: And I wonder what the deal was with the knocking and the appliances. I hate
0: that. Yeah, the honestly, weirdly, the scariest part of this to me is the over this over the stove light going on and, and then up. unplugging it. Yeah, that is Ugh. that is. Scary. I just I mean they oh, sorry. all those lights are exactly the same, and you can't. Right. You got to push
1: down. You got to push down hard. I, Wow. I I think there is to me – yeah, I think that's why like normally when we talk about like lights flickering out or something, I'm like lights are so easy to turn off. But that specific one is not, you know. And then when we're getting into wiring and it's still turning on and off, that's – that terrifies that's me. That's what
0: we don't do. That's uh, renting a storage pod. My God.
1: <laughs> wow. These were two really good – these were like – these were not fake out scary stories. Like both of these were like – no-holds-barred, full-throttle scary.
0: Genuine teeth-chatterers.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That feels like an old-fashioned candy. Oh, yes. 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 Genuine (laughs) teeth-chatterers.
0: You'll be bald inside your
1: mouth. (laughs) Uh, Should we do a scary idea for things that could happen?
0: Yes. Do you want to start?
1: Uh, Yes, I will start. You have a friend who you know is not very into baking but randomly they call you one day and they say i'm doing this thing where i get a sourdough starter from someone and then it grows over time and then i split it into three and i give it to three different people and then i make bread and then you do it and then you give it to three people and they make bread sort of like a chain bread like, I have some for you, do you want it? And you think, oh, this is so surprising. I would not have expected this person to be into this. they come by and they give you the starter. And it's in a Tupperware container. You put it in a bowl. You cover it like you're supposed to. And when you wake up the next morning, you hear things clattering in the kitchen. So you walk out and emerging from the bread bowl, is a hand made out of yeasty dough, and it is pouring ingredients into itself. <gasps> that, that could, could happen.
0: happen. Oh my good God.
1: Yeah, inspired by real life. I, and I, you know, the liberty I took is that our friends Sammy and Alex, who are very good cooks and bakers, gave us a, a sourdough starter. Um and it's kind of like having a pet. <laughs> My god. You have to give it sugar. Isn't that weird? You have to feed it and it grows. Yeah.
0: I don't like it. I don't love it. I yeah, so, whenever people are like there's a whole chapter of Anthony Bourdain's book where there's like a crazy chef who has to he's like in active addiction and is constantly passing out for several days but like before he does drugs he'll like call people to be like, "Can you go feed the bitch?" Oh, and he's talking no. about like dough.
1: Oh I've boy. Heard people
0: talk about it. I think of that.
1: I should I shouldn't have I was gonna ask you before we started recording if you wanted to be one of the three people I give the starter to, but probably now, no.
0: Wait, no, I would do that. I want okay. I want I want to be scared of the bread. Have you made the bread yet?
1: <laughs> I haven't made the bread. So here's the kind of here's the sneaky thing is that but I know it works because Alex just sent us a picture of the bread and it looks great. You have to give the yeast before you bake the bread, like just in terms of the timing of it. So like you don't know what it's gonna look like. What, like the person who's giving it to you can't personally vouch for what it's going to be like, which is strange. But he did send a picture. It looks gorgeous, by the way. Ooh. And um, and I'm kind of like, oh, gosh, I hope I do this right.
0: You're going to do it right. And he said it's very tasty. You made an amazing cobbler the other night. Just <laughs> Thank you. Photographed beautifully.
1: Very generous.
0: Very proud. Um, okay, I have one. That was my foot on a footstool, guys. Calm down. Calm <laughs> down. If if and when I fart on this podcast, I will tell you.
1: It'll be our hundredth episode special and we will let you know.
0: (laughs) It'll be behind a paywall for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You stop by a drugstore to buy cosmetics because capitalism makes you feel soothed. And you walk in the front doors, and you look around, and all of the shelves are completely empty. And then you look, and no one is there. The music is still playing. The lights are normal. Um, it's There's not a mess. There hasn't been a robbery. It's just purely empty shelves. No people. Um... That song, that goes, um, "Strange, what do you want to learn about here? If I was someone else, is playing very softly." And you look and see behind the cash register is you, and you're dressed like a fisherman, and you're you're holding nets, and the you behind the counter says bad catch today (laughs) that
1: That could could happen happen. it could
0: it could you could be a cvs fisherman
1: you could doesn't catch anything a cvs fisherman
0: yeah what if they had to go fishing
1: that sounds like um like a ben fold song (laughs)
0: cvs (laughs) (laughs) uh that
1: was really good one anna Thank you. Uh, before we go, uh, so it's Pride Month, everybody. It's Pride Did Month. Did you know? Did you? <laughs> and um, a very kind listener, who's also a very talented writer, Kelly McClure, wrote us wrote us into a really neat article about LGBTQ plus horror authors. <laughs> so it was really delightful to be included, and I just want to read the quote, which I love and should probably be in our press packet. Um, <laughs> so kelly says often chided in their reviews as being too gay this writer would actually <laughs> choose to describe it as perfectly gay Yay! <laughs> oh, thank you kelly kelly and yeah check out that article on the lineup.com um it, there's a, a lot of really amazing lgbtq plus horror writers to read uh for the remainder of the month and into your summer if you need a beach book or a sitting in your living room book uh, what a great way to spend it.
0: Yes. Yes. Ugh, the best. Um the best. and also we'll just do a shout out. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast and you are enjoying your day, or even if not, um, and you have some money to throw around, um, we here at the pod are recommending uh donating to somewhere that feels good and we're specifically recommending the ochre project. Yes. Um, which gives, uh, it's combating food insecurity in the black, trans, and gender nonconforming community. And they feed people. And that, you got to eat, you know?
1: It's such a great and direct organization to donate to where, like, you know where your money's going. And, yeah, they're they're an awesome team. We highly recommend donating
0: to Yeah. Them. The best, the way that I did it is right now, just to find them, because it's like a smaller organization. If you Google the Okra Project Um, Their most recent tweet is a link to their donate page. And then on the donate page, there's other great um, black and trans uh, initiatives and um, funds that you can get involved with and uh, donate to, which it's it's good.
1: Yeah, I know for for all of you, if you're anything like us and um, you're a naturally fearful person, there's a lot of uh, strength and calm that comes with supporting causes you believe in. And this is a great one.
0: Yes. Yes. Be of service. Find ways to help.
1: Get some daytime bravery.
0: Get some daytime damn bravery.
1: (laughs) And on that note, get get out. out. Forever. (coughs) Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. (coughs)